Oh, uni bunny. Honey bunny? Uni honey bunny? Universal bunny rehearsal? Universal bunny rehearsal? Mom potential? Um, well, bonjour. Um, boy, we certainly didn't do the pregame checklist today because I could probably, uh, let's not get too graphic here. Unpause. All right. We got the kitty cat over behind the space heater, curled up and comfy. We got Phoebe almost asleep, resting across my feet, also comfy. And we have the comfort of Sandy, a sweet watermelon inspired by tradition, sort of from Kroger Mercado. Right, Kroger? Why rip off the entire culture when you can just rip off their beverages? Hold on. Oh, and I'm also charging my uh, little, uh, well, that's a Yukan Wolf, which, considering how much I've beat up on that thing, for 38 bucks or whatever it costs, I have to give it an, an A. A minus, because uh, it has some quirks, but definitely an A for battery life, A for durability, and an A for everything except design concept that requires the little stupid screw-in thing that dropped in the toilet. And Well, let me get to that story in a minute. Hang on. All right, should I just get that one over with now? Well, wait, what did I say I got on to talk about, Phoebe? I got on to talk about how you guys were all comfy. So I was going to talk about... Dropping that thing in the toilet today? Seriously? I don't think so. Uh, there got to be something else. Yeah, I got on to talk about... <clears throat> uh, feeding your oracles? Maybe. Knowing when your oracles need to be fed. No. No. Knowing how to appreciate your oracles so they will continue to harmoniously vibrate messages in your favor across the time continuum. <gasps> That's what I got to talk about. Timeline continuum issues. Right. Hold on. Pause. Am I the only person who gave up on that Canadian show continuum? I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. And yeah, America had that terrible Fox show. Uh, uh, what was it called? Fault Line or something. Uh, that dude and that woman were in it. Oh, 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 that one was terrible. No point whatsoever. Pointless. Hang on, B, why are you being so weird? What was that show called? It started with an F. I know it did. Oh, Frailty? No, that was a movie. All right, I can't come up with it. Uh, Frenzy? Ooh, that's close. Ah, it's killing me. I can't think of the name of that stupid show. Frailty? Nah, shit, I already said that. All right. I guess this is where my family has to exit the family feud because we could not come up with the name of that stupid Fox show. Ah, freaks? Freakazoid? Uh, all right, I'll quit turning to think of that. But timelines. Hopping around timelines. Well, a lot of people believe that dreams are hopping around timelines, moving back and forth between incarnations of what is your current reality with what is your potential realities, either still in play or just having transgressed in another timeline where decisions went slightly differently. Like in that timeline where you're watching Frenzy? No. Oh. Fulcrum? No. Nothing that smart. Oh, 
Brady Cat, maybe? Okay, never mind. So, if you're... If you're hopping around time... Like, for instance, here's a timeline that I know is... Is somewhat... Or, let me just say, my... My last 10 years could easily have been spent with one person that it wasn't. But my life, had it taken a very slight different variation, ends up on a 10-year detour involving this person. And, uh, and I believe that I'm flushing out that residue now in my dreams. I don't believe this person who I say you can spell her name with either a B or an R and her last name is definitely on fire. But this individual I believe is the last of the true timeline weaving back into myself that is occurring. In other words, she's the last of the main characters that diverged and, re and regrouped to come to this point of time with me. So wherever you are uh, Miss torch uh torch girl you are definitely part of the next phase that or no and i'm sure are in no way shape or form hoping to run into me in the next phase <laughs> baboon okay so where am i getting this little bit of this little tidbit of timeline crossing wisdom well like i said i was going to try to uh encourage uh, the next dream in which she participated, I was going to do what I could to get the question, why am I repeating my dreams with you out of my head? But, even better, I had a dream with her aunt in it. And her aunt is clearly the person, she was living with her aunt when I met her. So, I know her aunt very well. So her aunt's more her mom to me than her mom. Although her mom's great too. The whole family's great. But her aunt uh, came to me in a dream. And it was an easy dream. She was roasting marshmallows in this like Oregon coastline area. And uh, I recognized her immediately. Sat down. She hands me a marshmallow. Asked me if I've seen Arby Blay. And uh, I say, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of her lately. But in starts and fits, I can't put any pattern to it. So I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. Do you? She said, well, yeah. She's inviting you to participate. She misses you. And that was it. So what I realize is that the energy that exists between she and I that could still be engaged is one that is still positively felt at least in, it, in its reverse flutter from her toward me. I don't probably have a lot of that out there. So the fact that I latched onto hers and brought it in and reveled in it, rolled around in it like Nichols and Cartman, well... I don't know if that makes me feel lonely or secure. Alone is... I, lonely is a concept that's kind of banished for me. Because so comfortable am I being alone. In fact, I'm a little unsure about how comfortable I become being alone because I get a little worked up in the company of two or more people. 
like a group of three or four or god forbid five i just want to evacuate immediately so and i don't feel lonely maybe if my dog and cat passed suddenly i would all of a sudden feel extremely lonely but i just am not at a place right now to feel as if some level of loneliness is even palpable. I don't have those feelings. I never have them. <laughs> In fact, I had them so desperately for 25 years of my life that I know exactly what I'm talking about not having. Now, does that mean that I'm in denial? Yeah, maybe. I certainly review it now and again, so I must have some level of doubt in my own self analysis here, but also no. I think I knew two things coming to this planet. I knew I was here to witness something. And I think, well, other than pets, I was here to end up alone. Entirely comfortable am I with that now. So much so, I speak like Yoda when I reference it. Okay, but what about that first thing, that witness something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that one's been there the whole fucking time. And it doesn't feel like I'm here to witness something like the uh, seventh Super Bowl victory of Tom Brady. Nope, doesn't feel like I'm here to witness that at all. So what am I here to witness? Oh, you know, just your average world cataclysmic something or other. I, you know, like uh, giant spaghetti monsters all flying around throwing spaghetti sauce at us. Don't we burn in hell or... I, I mean, that's not it, I don't think. That'd be awful. But I'm here to witness something. Galactical, uh, earthbound, uh, something big. Something big. YouTube favorite. Well, I don't want to say probably, but maybe. You know, it's going to come soon, so... Oh, maybe it's not. Oh, fuck, I'm going to take this bong hit. Pause. Okay, like, I super duper hope I'm wrong here, but, and I will admit that the apocalyptic um, desolation dreams haven't happened for a while, since 2018, probably. Um, they, they had tapered off at that point significantly. 2008, 9, 10, 11 were huge years for those. They were awful too. They were, they were the one lucid dream that as soon as I recognized I was in it, I tried to wake myself out, but you couldn't like the more you tried to wake yourself out, the more you got oriented into the reality around you. It was almost like a Chinese finger trap. And <clears throat> very rarely am I ever in a lucid dreaming circumstance where I don't want to get further in involved in the dream. You want to jump off this building and prove we have souls by flying? Hell yeah, let's do it. This is a lucid dream. It'll work. But in that one, it was like I didn't want to know the details. I was always comforted by the fact that I wasn't with my own dog. <laughs> like that made me feel like this circumstance was unreal. Um, but then as the dream unfolded, 
I always came to know that I wasn't with my own dog. I wasn't with my own people. I wasn't with my own circumstance. I wasn't with my own wits. I wasn't with my own reality. And I wasn't with my own sun, moon combination because whatever was up in the sky, and yes, I'm aware that the sun and the moon can be in the sky at the same time, but whatever the, the red disc is, isn't the sun. And it's, and if it's the moon, then it's the moon, uh, in a, in a hue and texture you've never seen before. Literally like it's bleeding in the sky. And it's the only real light in the sky because the sun is behind what looks like uh, like mesh haze. Barely, barely, you can't feel the heat warmth of the sun. But you can feel heat coming off that blood red fucking whatever. Almost like electrical heat. Like the air's fucked up. Like there's a charge in it. Or, or there's no charge in it. Or something. Something's off. But, even though I can still walk into that dream environment by just shutting my eyes and going there, the more you're in the dream, the less around the environment I would try to perceive. I didn't want to know if there was blades of grass. I wouldn't look down at my feet to see what shoes I was wearing. I would just concentrate on looking forward and trying to see if we could get help. And the dream would always end with us finding somebody who would tell us, we have no way to help you. You need to move on. And then I would wake up thinking, oh, I had that cheerful fucking apocalypse dream again. Are we all going to die? <laughs> and then I'd be okay. Well, not always, man. Sometimes I'd wake up from those dreams and be hard to get to work. I'll tell you what. Pause, unpause, pause, pause, pause. And uh, it's funny how that memory feels as connectable as almost all of my last five-year memories. That dream. Now, you want to know the freaky part? What if I told you that I recognize one of the characters as being in the group that can't help us? The assemblage of people that I'm with is always different, which is what initially was truly hard to trace in the dream. I would look around and not recognize who I was with, which I still do. But I recognize them filling roles, almost, if you will. Um, like, I'm the one who knows the area, which fucking spooks me. Somebody else is, is feeding us. Somebody else is healing us. We've got this dog with us. Somebody else is uh, good with weapons, right? Like, I'm literally playing a video game role, and what am I? I, I guess I'm the thief. Or the paladin. Let's hope I'm the paladin. But one of the one of the characters that is well, let me just say I recognized her from this dream. It's now one of my coworkers. I know how freaky is that. Okay, I realize I owe you the story about dropping that thing in the toilet today.
But if I tell you this story, that means I expose one more level at which I'm capable and culpable to being fired from work. So can we talk about this subject with a couple of um, substitutional uh, phraseologies uh, to accommodate for the activity that may or may not be frowned upon or favored upon by the showered or those who provide showers at work with confetti. No other shower implied. Okay, and looking for a shower of uh, retribution, maybe I should pause and take a bong hit here at the 4-4. Okay, but to be fair, here's here's really the, the, the crux of the issue here, right? You're just, you're doing too much shit at once, bro. You, you gotta see that, that there's, there's potential here for shit to go wrong, and if it goes wrong, you know what happened? Yeah, you burn your dog. Huh? How's that gonna make you feel? Like a dog burner. I'm seriously not someone who would burn my dog. I don't even know what a dog burner is. I just made that up on the spot. Oh, you already knew that. Okay, good. Well, good. Good. We built that kind of trust here, huh? Bow wow. Okay. Here we go. So, I'm not much of a vapor. And that was vapor. V-A-P-E-R. V, as in vapor. A, as in aper, P as in per, E as in er, R as in radish, vapor. If <clears throat> if you're not much into vaping, and I'm not, it seems like the one thing you need to do going in, right, is get something that works with those, I think it's called the 751 threading, or whatever. It's the main threading, and the device I have uh, works with that main threading so long as you use this adapter piece which is this little metal screw on piece that screws onto the cartridges that then drops into the uh, UCAN Wolf magnetically attaches you cinch it up charge it up bam vape like a champ and it works great except when maybe you have three vape cartridges in your pocket and you're trying to hit all three on your break in the restroom. So you're unscrewing that little thing and holding on to it while you're moving one vape canister from the, from inside the machine to the actual canister holder, whatever that would be called, the canister canister. And then, what do you do? But you accidentally let that little metal piece slip between your legs and fall in the toilet. Which, on this particular day, happens to be the absolute best time for this to have happened because you just got in here after the cleaning guy had put the blue shit in the toilet. So the toilet has literally not even been flushed since this guy put the has just cleaned it. But, these are automatic flush toilets. So the minute you stand up, it begins to flush. Which sends you into a frenzy of, I can't afford to lose that piece, so you jam your hand into the toilet water. The now tumultuous toilet water. You still feel that little piece, like a little tiny piece of bone in the bottom of the bowl. And you're like holding onto it with your fingertip thinking, don't let that torrent of rush take it away. No, 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 no. And then, as the toilet water settles... And you recognize that you have, in fact, successfully kept that piece lodged in the toilet bowl itself. 
as you go to rearrange your arm, the fucking toilet flushes again! Oh my god! But this time, with the confidence that that is in fact the right piece, and you know you have to get that sucker out of the toilet, well, you just reach that much further in, and you grab it with your fist, and you pull it out, and you think, Not today! Not in this bathroom! No, sir! I will be completing my quest for three dabs during my break. Whew! So, it's got that going against it, but other than that, I gotta say, an A. Easy. It's an easy A. Easy A. The previous product review was sponsored by Kroger Mercado Sunday, sweet watermelon, watermelon. Uh, no, it wasn't. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, who wants to sponsor this one? Uh, isopropyl? You still, okay, 91% isopropyl alcohol. We still think it's the shit. We still think it's the shit. 91% isopropyl alcohol. Today's show sponsor. And all previous content provided by and under the encouragement of my love of isopropyl alcohol.